podcast where we chat about different techniques we utilize to enhance our way of living as well as hot topics in today's society. These are techniques that we are actively using as we discover what it means to succeed and we hope these practices will spice up your life. Hey there. So we actually talked a lot about our first episode and this whole topic of luck. To keep our podcast duration consistent, we're going to break up this idea over three podcasts. So here's part two. Enjoy. I recently read this book, Atomic Habits. I, I bro, think, bro, uh, that's all she talks about. <laughs> God. Okay. It's such a good book. Oh my goodness. Okay. So it's by James Clear. And so within this book, he talks about what it really means to, I guess, start a habit and break a habit. And so he has these four laws. And so his first law is to make it obvious. And then the second law, make it attractive. Third law, make it easy. And then the fourth law is to make it satisfying. And so his whole thing is kind of about in order to achieve your goals and what it is that you really want to do, you have to start small. You have to start with like the 1%. And so what he said was when you're starting a habit, it should really only take two minutes. And I was like, uh, okay, how do I really go about starting running every day if I'm only running for two minutes? But what he's saying is like you need to get into the habit of starting it. So maybe every day when I get home from school, I go ahead and I change and I put on my running shoes, which takes like two minutes. And so I'm getting into the habit of starting what it is that I want to do. Yeah, honestly, um, I vibe with that so much because I feel like all of the habits that I've failed are just because my habits were just ridiculously hard. Like, I remember one of my habits was like, let's read, let's read for an hour a day. Obviously, I never did it past like one day, right? (laughs) But now um, I started reading i just started like okay let's just open the book on a daily basis yeah and now i get like a consistent like 20 minutes in because whatever book i have is usually interesting and i just keep it going you know yeah yeah uh okay yeah so kind of like the vibe future was talking about of like developing habits developing yourself that's just kind of like the vibe we want to convey through this podcast you know like we want to give you the processes that allow you to like better your love better yourself better your life and I feel like through those processes, you can be a happier person in the end. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, am I right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know, I've like, I guess throughout my life, I've always heard these like humongous success stories of like Elon being crazy, getting like 100 hour work weeks. But there's like, as as someone put it, there's a method behind the magic. And Absolutely. We're over here trying to delve into what the method is and try to explain it to you on the simplest terms possible. Yeah, that we are. Um, so kind of like that concept of if you do what you love, then you never really work a day in your life, which like you were saying, I guess that's what Elon Musk does. I honestly find it like super depressing that some people just end up in jobs that they don't like. And that's just not kind of the, like the life I want to end up in, you know? Oh, yeah, I get that. I- I guess it's crazy because in today's world, it's kind of like you're expected to know everything that you want to do by the age of 17 and 18. You're expected to know, okay, I want to do this in life, so I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to major in this subject so that way I can set up this. And it's just, it's rough knowing that you have that amount of responsibility. It's like, what if I choose wrong? Dude, like, 
that task of just like choosing which one is like my career or whatever that's a huge task and i don't know why like people have the audacity to like ask children oh shoot what do you want to do what do you want to be when you grow up i'm like what the heck the child literally hasn't done anything he there's no experience how is he supposed to know if he's actually gonna like being a doctor or an astronaut or is it reasonable for him anyway I don't know, it, but think about it. It's good to have dreams, right? It's good to have goals. So maybe you're in second grade like I was, and you're like, I want to be a doctor. And it just, it's the experiences that happen when you're younger, I feel that really shape your outlook on life, to say the least. Yeah, that's also true. But um, so I was listening to like this podcast about how to find your purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And like, the, the way this guy put it, I thought was, like, beautiful. And I was all, like, we need to stop asking, like, we, we need to stop asking people, what are you doing with your life? And we need to start giving them opportunities to, like, because he was saying, like, you need to experience these things. So, like, A, let's say you want to become a YouTuber. Maybe let's try yeah. for a month um, making videos. Just understand that grind, the process. Yes. Of making- and then you give it a shot. And, like, let's say after that month, oh, shoot, I really liked it. Okay, keep on doing it. And if you didn't, let's move on let's like try computer science or whatever yeah so kind of like test out what it is that you want to do before you basically set your entire life into doing that one thing yeah so i feel like just by asking that question hey what do you want to do with your life and then i feel like it like narrows that child down to like this is it you know (laughs) like oh well gotta stick with this i know like Honestly, to get like successful in anything, you just gotta like have a whole bunch of crap just like pushed out, you know? Like mm-hmm. I guess even the best YouTube creators, like 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 let's take Mr. Beast, he produced nonstop for like five years and then like or more. I don't even know what the specific number is, but it yeah. took him a while for him to like hit it and like finally like he got big. Yeah, quantity over quality, because with quantity comes quality and I was reading this case study um, not too long ago, and I was talking about this professor, and it was his photography class. And so he had two groups of students. One group was, uh, their assignment was to generate a whole bunch of photos for the semester, and they had like a benchmark. Um, they had a quota that they're supposed to reach. And then the other group, they only had to submit one photo that was their entire grade. And so the group that only had that one photo to like submit for their grade if anything, their photos were of less quality than the group that had to submit a whole bunch because as they kept on trying with these photos, they became better. That makes so much sense. Like, I feel like creation is like, I don't know, I feel like society even like demands such a huge level of perfection. And it's honestly kind of messed up because like, like you, you need practice, right? But like, no, and then I feel like a lot of people expect you to be perfect just from the start. And that gets really tough. Absolutely. Anyways, so I kind of want to talk about just, like, the idea of, like, running uphill and just talk about Kareem a little more because, like, I love this man. <laughs> he's great. He's great. He is a Basically, dude. what was happening, right? So, like, Frisbee was a thing. We all, like, play on Fridays. It's, it's pretty fun. Oh, yes. Um, so because I didn't have a ride to get to Frisbee, I was just passively sprinting to my school. And I was actually running up a hill. I was sprinting up a hill for no reason at all. But, you know, I was trying to challenge myself or whatever. And Kareem <laughs> pulls up. And Kareem was all like, yo, you want to ride? I'm like, yes, please. I'm exhausted. Help me. And he did. 
anyways, I was just thinking about Kareem, and that's just how the origin of this name came out. It's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. That, that's actually really cool. The fact that that one act really kind of pushed you to think beyond your scope, I guess. There's, like, this huge level of connectedness that, like, brought about this podcast. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty lit. All right. So let me, like, like, the whole topic behind this podcast, our idea was we were just going to talk about, like, literally how to be more lucky. I don't like hating on introvert. Actually, no, never mind. I love hating on introverts, okay? <laughs> oh, my I just never, re- I just never really found, like, a reason to do so, but now I have, okay? <laughs> Brutal. So there, there was a study, right? Um, I think it was, like, a Wiseman study of, like, luck, and I was reading this book, and then um, it basically shows that, like, extrovertedness is, like, that ability to talk to, like, random people, per yeah. se that that's that's like another thing behind luck right because if you can talk to like 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 it's such a huge skill to like be able to talk to anyone around you yeah like that's a major talent if i see anyone like the with the ability to do that it's it's crazy but if you like think about the number of connections you'll have and how much that will help your job growth being extroverted is so important that actually just reminded me of something so Freshman year, I I think me and my friend we had gone to Airwalk. So uh no, it wasn't Airwalk, it was Sky Zone. Urban Air. Anyways, one of the three, right? And so this person, they're my best friend. We do like everything together. And we were there and I was talking to this random person and like afterwards they were like, Oh, did you know them? And I was like, uh no, I just I just met them like two minutes ago. And they were like, Fedra, you are going to get kidnapped before the end of senior year. And I was like, I am not. And they were like, if you get kidnapped, you owe me $50. But if you do not get kidnapped, then I will give you $50. And I was like, bet. And we shook on it. And I think <laughs> I'm so extroverted. Like, don't even get me started. And at some points, it's kind of like, ah, uh, that, that's, that's not good. But I would say that I would deem extrovertedness to be, if anything, a positive, a pro, never a con because it just it allows you to get outside of your comfort zone, even though that is your comfort zone. Yeah, like people that are extroverted are just like I don't. I'm not going to say like I'm an introvert, but I'm not definitely as like, extroverted as Peter is. <laughs> but um, like I don't talk to strangers. Like I try to talk to strangers, but then it comes out really awkwardly. Like if it, if you've ever ordered food with me, everyone's just cringing because I'm just apparently really bad <laughs> at it for no reason at all. <sighs> but uh, yeah, so just talking to random people like the amount of connections like imagine if you just talk to everyone right yeah so obviously you're gonna have people that like just terrible to be around but then you also have like the other 50 percent where those people like provide valuable connections valuable friends you know maybe you might find that one person that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with absolutely and like what's something that's really crazy to me is so uh there's this dude that i met i would say like sophomore year did not know them before. I'd just say hey or whatever in the hallways. And then this year, we kind of started becoming friends. And he was like, oh, wait, you're that person that used to say hey to me that I never really even knew. And I was like, yeah, that, that's me. That's me. But like now we're really close and we talk about everything. And I find it so crazy that it all just started with me being like, hey, hey. And they yeah. were like, I don't know you, but it works out now, you know? Okay, so moving aside from, like, extrovertedness, also from the study, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I love extroverted people. I think they're superior to introverted people, not going to lie. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. There's something to be said about being introverted, you know? I feel like 
those that are introverted have so much more personal growth, if anything. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, fam. I just don't like introverts. I I'm just know. a terrible person. I would it's say okay. that <laughs> my friends that are introverts, I, I find them to be very insightful. Like, I'll just sit down and I'll have a conversation with them and, like, I'll leave just having all these crazy revelations. I'm like, wow, okay. I, I didn't realize that maybe instead of going about something this way, I can go about it this way. It just, they help shift your perspective. And I feel like that the way they approach life is very cool. Yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, another one of the factors that cause like luck. Okay, wait, actually, let's think about this. So, our whole thing about our podcast is that we're trying to implement like processes on towards you. So I don't want to necessarily be all like stopping introvert you clown. I mean, I kind of want to do that, but hold up, that's not challenge, helpful. challenge alert. Oh, what yeah. if? Okay, so you and I are both extroverts, right? Yeah. So what if for a solid day or maybe over the span of a week we were introverts? We changed how we approached life. Bro, how do, how do we do that? <laughs> what? Um, so for me, I guess it would require me spending more time with myself, more personal growth type things. I I wouldn't be so quick to jump on the gun and say, hey, I wouldn't be so quick to not think out what it is that I'm doing. Oh, okay. Well then, can we challenge our audience introverts? Yes, yes, we can. So all right, yeah, all right. those that are My introverts. My challenge to the audience introverts that are listening Okay, I don't want to, like, poor say become an extrovert because what Feeder said is, like, right, that y'all have a certain type of inset, insight that comes from your thinking, and it's super valuable, actually. But I definitely think it's worth your time to try to make conversation with random people. It, I know it sounds weird, but, like, the amount of connections, the social skills, like, just the people you can meet, just using the Feeder method, just saying hey to random people in the hallway. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. So, I don't know. Maybe try a 30-second conversation with a stranger. It's going to sound terrible, I know. But just work at it. You'll get better. Indeed. Also, Peter, I'll try to be an introvert. I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll define it after this. Okay, okay. Um, Oh, openness. Openness is another one of those factors, right? So, you know that friend that's, like, down for everything? Yeah. Like, I used to think that was a bad thing. Like, shoot like they're just not prioritizing their time mm -hmm. and yes like i feel like anything in excess is a bad thing okay. but like that one friend that's down for everything think about like the sheer number of like opportunities that he's like seized up mm -hmm. compared to someone that who hasn't you know that actually reminds me of yes theory and when i tell you that i love yes theory i love yes theory i've i followed them since the beginning and so something that they really value is like pushing yourself right and so they'll do like these crazy challenges and looking on it's kind of like why the heck would you do that with your life why would your entire life kind of be dedicated to doing something that's not normal but it's really inspiring if anything they're like okay so today we're gonna talk or today we're gonna try saying yes to everything and a friend of mine uh, Matthew he actually did this for an entire day he and his friend said yes and they ended up in a limo of all things, and they met some random people and they just had fun. They lived in the moment and living in the moment allowed them to create those connections. Yo, wait, wait, you didn't have to explain how they ended up in a random <laughs> people. 
you know, that's a great question. Maybe we can have Matthew on the show and he can explain it at some point. Okay, fine. You're gonna leave me hang. You're gonna leave the audience hanging. Future, I will. I will. They'll have to come back for more. <laughs> That's so cold. That's so cold. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like, I don't. I'm not, I'm not like. I'm not as connected with Yes Theory as um, Future is. But I've watched some of their videos, and I think their perspective on life is like real, like carpe diem, like you know, just take life and yeah, like. That vibe, I think, is super valuable. But then again, um, also note, take this with a grain of salt. Like, if you're open to doing everything, I feel like you, you like, take away time from yourself. And you got to, like, know where to draw that line, you know? Yeah. So knowing your own limitations, I would say. Yeah. So another factor I wanted to talk about was neuroticism, right? Okay. Um, just for a definition for the audience, because it's a vague psychological term, is it's basically like how focused you on your goals. So there was a study, right? Um, some researcher asked their participants to like read th- to count the number of photographs in a newspaper. Okay. And then there were headlines being all like, yo, stop reading. There are 43 photographs in this newspaper. Stop reading and tell the tester that you see this and get $250. Okay. And none of the participants saw both these headlines. Oh. Yeah, because they were so focused on just counting the, the photographs. They got the number of photographs right. Yeah. But they missed up two opportunities. You know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so there was this teacher. And this teacher, I don't know why they did it, but it was really cool. So they gave out this test of, like, 600 questions to all the students. And the students had one hour to complete it. And so half of the students, what they did was they read the instructions and the instruction said, write your name and the date and turn it in and you will get 100. Mm. But then some of the other students, they didn't read the instructions. And so they went through and they did all 600 questions. And so they're over there rushing and it comes to the end and they submit it and they're like, I'm so sorry, I only did the first 50. And the teacher was like, did you not read my instructions? Had you just written your name and written the date you would have gotten a 100. And so I think that was a really valuable lesson on remembering to look at all your variables because oftentimes we'll find that we're just living life and we're not looking at everything that we have control over. And so we're like, ah, I have to do X, Y, Z, and I feel so overwhelmed, but maybe you really don't have to. Bro, I'm like a sucker for those like random, like read the directions and then you get free points or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just that one <laughs> clown that just reads no directions at all. And then I'll realize like five hours later, it's like, oh, I could have saved myself a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like how College Board is offering people like $5 for doing their little quiz things. Very cool. I've never heard of that. Oh, oh I should read. It's a thing. I like I get these emails and they're like, okay, take this quiz or whatever. And if you complete it within whatever amount of time and you actually do it then we'll give you five bucks and i've gotten 10 bucks out of it so far okay so basically the point with this one too i guess is like there's a balance like you should be focused enough on your goals but then you should also like be able to detach yourself from the situation enough that you can like see what's happening around you absolutely yeah Okay, so now that I've given you random traits that I kind of want you to embody, you got any, uh, like, tips for luck, I guess? For luck? Uh, let's see. Okay. Ooh, I've got one. 
So over coronation, I would say, I did this thing called the 75 Hard Challenge by Andy Frisella. And so this challenge, it constituted me doing two 45-minute workouts a day, one of which had to be outside, reading 10 pages of a book, and drinking a gallon of water. Is there anything I forgot? Wait, a gallon of water? A gallon of water, yes. CJ, you're a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was rough. I I think, so the the first day, so I have a hydro flask. Wait, hold up, hold up. Yeah. How many times do you have to go to the restroom, dude? Uh, <laughs> a lot. But, like, I guess for me it wasn't so bad because I was used to consuming a lot of water. Not mm. quite a whole gallon, mind you, maybe, like, 64 ounces a day. Yeah. But it's still a lot. And so um, this challenge kind of pushed me to start things that I otherwise wouldn't have. I built a patio area from scratch, like, complete with chairs and furniture – or chairs are furniture like furniture and cushions and pillows and a fire pit and so I guess without this challenge I possibly would have been like I can't do this I don't have the capabilities and I also started training for a half marathon which was recently pushed to spring but I'm still super excited for it because and I also started doing lacrosse which I probably would not have done otherwise like this challenge really pushed me outside of my comfort zone i would say yo honestly like can we just like talk about how features just randomly joined lacrosse and turns out <laughs> she's actually kind of beast at it like that's just so cool like i can't imagine my like skinny brown body just like picking up a random sport like doing well props reader <laughs> I, I would say it's all about the time because when you're building habits you have to be frequent with it you know you have to be willing to say okay every day at two o'clock I'm going to stand up and do 10 jumping jacks because otherwise it's just not going to happen. And that like connects to your whole, like, um, what was the book you always, how am I forgetting this? Atomic Habits? The amount of times that I name drop it and you still don't remember the name. Listen, leave me alone, leave me alone. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, just like the idea of starting like really small and building your way up. It just, it makes the, like the monster that is keeping a habit so much simpler. Mm -hmm. okay so i really want to emphasize y'all just like how like luck isn't really like like it's not that improbable like if you think about it um okay this is like more of a hypothetical but if you put enough monkeys in a room with typewriters right (laughs) okay why monkeys why typewriters okay okay wait hear me out hear me out hear me out Okay. okay okay So monkeys are probably going to, like, hit the keyboard randomly, right? That's that's the point? Okay, yeah. Okay, so given infinite amount of time and then infinite monkeys, like, the monkeys are mortal, and then <laughs> this is this sounds really funny, but listen up, okay? Um, <laughs> given an infinite amount of time, the monkeys will eventually type out Romeo and Juliet. Okay, but why? Like... With infinite amount of random strokes on those typewriters, right? Okay. They'll eventually type out Romeo and Juliet. Interesting. It's a really interesting concept to think about. And then you think about, like, just the sheer number of people around you, right? Okay. Just, like, the massiveness of this world. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, especially going to a school like Hoover, because if we went to another school that was way smaller with maybe 100 people in our graduation graduating class rather than the 700 whatever students we have kind yeah, of okay. yeah yeah so we just have huge numbers of like 
things happening around us mm-hmm. so like now more than ever given like the amount of people we have the opportunities we have we have just such a high chance of like extremely lucky events happening to us yeah you know like like given infinite numbers of people right like mm-hmm. like we have so many people now and like we have yeah. so much time in our lives like i just want to emphasize to y'all that like lucky events happen a lot more frequently than you think Oh, like this one time that me and my friend Samir, we had gone to watch DCI in Atlanta with our band and we both got $50 that day just because we happened to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, it's like things like that. Like those things happen a lot more time. So like you might think that like 50% of like your life is due to luck, but realistically it's more like 5%. Oh yeah. And that other 45% is like your mindset, like as I was talking about, like, those four factors mm-hmm. that, like, create your own sense of luck, that's what, that's what mm-hmm. actually matters. I don't know. It's just, like, these things that plague my mind in the middle of the night. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, most people wonder if they really matter in the, light, in the world, but I guess that's what you wonder. Yo, there's this other thought experiment. I know it's kind of a tangent, but it's also really cool. Okay, feature. So imagine you have 23 people, right? Okay, so okay. what do you think the probability to um that any two of those 23 people have the same birthday? And don't think about the year, just like August 14th or whatever. Okay, 23 people? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, probably pretty low. So 10%, 15%? Okay, what's crazy? It's actually 50%. Really? Yes. And I would explain um, our audience the the statistics behind it, but no one wants to hear that, really. So um, <laughs> if you're really curious, you should go look up the birthday paradox. It's a pretty common, like, statistical paradox or whatever. Mm-hmm. And But, like, I feel like it, it, like, portrays this really valuable idea about the human mind. So the human mind is not designed to, like, know what the probability of certain things are occurring, okay. right? The human mind is like like we basically we're just not designed for it like we have no idea of like what the chance of this this actually is happening and like the sheer fact that 23 people have a 50 percent chance of at least two people having the same birthday it shows that a lot like a lot of the times we think like some events are a lot more improbable than they actually are oh absolutely so lucky events can happen like so much more we just don't necessarily have the mindset to capitalize on it that is true that is true so what if we did have that mindset to capitalize on it wouldn't our lives become so much better our day-to-day engagements everything because like inherently i'm like i'm sure you have one of those people in your lives right like some people are just luckier Mm -hmm. yeah and i guess that's the whole point of this podcast we're just trying to like you know Think about what makes those people luckier. Yeah, yeah. I vibe with that. I vibe with that.